Hello, we are <laughs> Inspiring, Inspiring Minds, Minds combined. combined. Before we started recording, I had to ask Sarah what our name was again. It's like I forgot. Sorry, we've been out of touch. We have been uh, taking care of a few things. Yep. Lots, so. has, lots has changed. Good mm-hmm. change. And mm-hmm. uh, we'll be talking about that in the future, I'm sure, mm-hmm. um, now that I can talk about it. But uh, today we're going to talk about self-sabotage. Um, I don't think there's a person on this planet that doesn't have some sort of Mm -hmm. situation they can speak of when it comes to Mm self-sabotage. But um, but anyway, the the way that we started talking about this was that I I'm a watcher of Love is Blind. I don't know if anyone else (laughs) anyone else is as cheesy as me, but I find it very interesting that people will, you know, date without seeing each other for a week uh, and then they end up um, getting engaged so anyway there's five couples they've all gotten engaged before they met and um there's one girl who in this in the third season who's just gorgeous um her fiance is very cute too uh but her fiance also thought uh, another woman was very attractive but he was trying to tell his fiance that you know, she's beautiful and he has that emotional connection with her, not with this other chick, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, all of this, all the fiance does is every time he says something positive to her, she'll say, that's not what you think. That's not what you really mean. That's not what, and I, it's, it's so stress inducing because you're just sitting here going, oh my God, like to him, he is saying what he means. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you, I used to do this too, because it was something that my ex told me that I that I would do. He would say something, and I'm like, "No, that's not that's not what you really mean." And he'd be like, "Stop saying that," mm-hmm. you know. Um, but in this case, uh, it was every time like she got a compliment or anytime he said anything positive, she would tell him, "That's not what you really mean." Mm-hmm. And it's like. I mean, it's going to destroy this relationship. I'm not at the end of it yet, but but you can tell. I, I don't know why he would put up with that. Yeah, I mean, think about it the opposite way. If someone kept telling me what you're saying isn't what you truly mean, I would get irritated. So frustrating. Yeah, because I, I don't know. Especially, yeah. she obviously has some insecurities. She can't handle the positive feedback for him. Yeah, or she exactly. Just, maybe she's had a past experience where someone said those things and didn't really mean it or whatever. It just mm-hmm. sounds like she's projecting, but... I was talking about how I was looking at old Facebook photos and I found a picture of myself when I was in high school and I was like tiny as a toothpick or whatever. And it's just so funny when you like look back on past things. And I was like, I I do that to myself now too. Like I look, I could look fine, but then I like always have to pick at it. Is that kind of similar or no? I don't know. Well, it is self-sabotage because... Mm -hmm. You know, 10 years ago, mm-hmm. you were sabotaging yourself at that time going, oh, I wish I looked Yeah, true. It's better. like nothing was I, ever good enough. Right. Same with that girl, I guess. Maybe that's why I was making that connection. Like yeah. nothing he said was good enough. So maybe it goes back to like these standards. Alex always tells me, I, he's like, it's good to have expectations and high expectations. But like, it, he's like, nothing is ever good enough for you. Yeah. And I, I, I catch myself sometimes doing that with my students. And 
it's not that what they're doing isn't great. It's just, I guess I'm always looking for the next step and not being happy with what's in yeah. front of me. I don't know. Yeah, but you can't just turn a switch. You can't just no. flip a switch and, and, you know, make that happen. But that could be self-sabotaging too, in a sense. You're not feeling, like, I don't often feel proud of myself because I'm like, okay, I did that. And it could be, like, the biggest accomplishment. Mm-hmm. But then I'm putting it down, in a sense. Yeah, but why? I don't know. I don't know why I do that. Yeah. <laughs> That's something to dig into there because it's it's like, well, I mean, it's like a a double edged sword, I guess, or something, and you know, because you never want to put a limit on mm-hmm. growth or on, on growth, yeah. but it, at the same time, it's okay to sit back and go, yeah, I did this, and what's next? Mm-hmm. I just, I guess, maybe I bring up my weight because it has been constant battle for me. Like, I can never be happy or. I remember my mom was so sweet. I did like Weight Watchers in college or something. And I remember I I lost like 0.1 pounds when I came back home from my meeting. And she was like, that's great. And I was just like, no, it's not. But like, why didn't I celebrate like something little? It's like, I just, I do that now. Like I'll eat really well and then I eat something bad and then I just say screw it because it's like I messed up that one time but that's self-sabotaging I mean absolutely you know I'm still working towards a goal I should be more forgiving of myself I guess yeah that's a whole nother podcast oh yeah for sure well you know I was thinking uh going back to love is blind and this girl um you know like maybe she does have some intuition about how he's really feeling or she's not trusting him for some reason. And maybe some of it's legitimate, mm-hmm. right? Um, but I I believe that what he's saying, he really believes it. Mm-hmm. So to say to him constantly, that's not what you mean, that's not what you think, you really don't believe that, blah, blah, blah. It's like, you know, he's truly saying something. And if she doesn't feel secure in that, then she has a decision to make. Well, yeah. And it, you can't, I mean, if they're already starting their relationship off like that, how's it going to be a year down the road no, even? It's not going anywhere. You know. But she needs to decide. And that's the thing. Like we, you know, we stay in these situations where, oh God, if I write red flags, <laughs> red flags in my blog one more time. Um, but I guess that's another self-sabotaging thing. It's like mm-hmm. where we, we, all these red flags come up. Okay, so maybe this girl has a red flag that, like, she doesn't really trust him. Yeah. And maybe some of it's valid. Yeah. Um, so she has a decision to make. Mm-hmm. And why keep pushing if, you know, your gut's telling you it's yeah, not exactly. it. Or you don't trust him or you have valid, kind of valid reasons mm-hmm. to not trust him. Then, then move on. But why do we hold on to something so... I don't know. I could talk about self-sabotaging relationships all the time. I just never thought I was good enough or there was someone always prettier. And I think sometimes I would ruin it because I even did this with Alex and he was, I do it today sometimes and he's my husband. I'll be like, do you still love me? Like, that's stupid. Like he does, but I want that validation. I have that insecurity and I remember when we first started dating, I was just so fearful, like the stupidest things that I would do that he'd break up with me. So I'd always be like, are you going to break up with me? Yeah. And he's like, I want to, if you keep asking me, stop. So 
I, that is self-sabotage in a sense. Like I'm making, cause we were happy and everything was fine. I just was insecure thinking I was annoying him or whatever. So I was turning something into something it wasn't, I right. guess. So I think a lot of girls do that. I mean, I see some of my friends, single friends that do that all the time. Like they kind of get down this negative mindset, but it's not helping. Yeah. And it loses, it loses your, I mean, attractive is, or being confident is attractive. Mm-hmm. And when you're saying those things, you're not showing your confidence. No. You know? So. No. It gets but, old, too, for the other person. Yeah, to constantly, like, and some wise woman once told me that I'm never going to bring up, bu- like, build myself up with other people. I have to build up with mm-hmm. inside me. And I'm talking about you. Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> It's true. Like, a million people could tell you you're beautiful, but if you don't feel beautiful yourself, then what's the point? You're going to say, you don't really think that. Yeah, exactly. And then you're just sabotaging the relationship, situation, yeah. whatever. Yeah. But, you know, I, it's it's hard to do the work of building yourself internally. Mm-hmm. It, it's... <laughs> It's so much easier to, can't you just tell me that I am? And then, you know, if I can just find enough people to validate me, then I'll be good for another four days. (laughs) I was just going to say 10 minutes. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I will be on top of the world for four days and, you know, just what we call it, the temporary fix. The temporary Phillips. Temporary Phillips. Yeah. And yeah. But So, so one thing that you had me do, Sarah, several years ago was... You had me write down whenever things made me angry because you said whatever makes you angry, you're passionate about. And that's going to help you build up like build mm-hmm. up who you are in a sense. Mm-hmm. And that was really helpful because when you know who you are and what you believe in, that helps you build the confidence. Yeah. So that's really helped me over. Well, yeah, because I you. think for you and like your North Node, we talked about this. It's like... Um, it's like a, a little bit of a house of cards for you, what you believe in. It's mm-hmm. like you, you'll either steamroll somebody or you won't say anything. Oh, yeah, 100%. You know? Yeah, and it's it's good to at least write them down and know what they are. Um, and then, you know, over time become more, uh, what's the word um, that I'm trying to say? Uh, balanced or yeah i mean that's a good word for it but you know when you're when you're sticking up for yourself as yeah as to true you know being you know crazy or too quiet mm-hmm. another situation that just came to mind where i see people i'm not in really a supervisor role now but i have been where we interview i think people self-sabotage themselves in their interview because they don't often come in think like you want to sell yourself. You're mm-hmm. great. Like that company should want you. Mm-hmm. And when you go into an interview and you might say, I definitely have done this myself too. Like, you know how they ask you sometimes like, what's something you're working on or what's like one of your weaknesses? Mm-hmm. Well, I'll like pour my heart and be like, well, this is what's wrong with like you don't need to go into all that or whatever. But it's kind of sabotaging the interview in a sense. Like, don't put yourself down. You know, you're great. You should bring yourself up and talk about all the good things. And, and you know, and and don't settle. Like, fight for what you deserve. Exactly. That's sabotaging too, though. Yeah. In a sense, when you just settle for whatever you is put in front of Why you. Beg in the company. Make them beg for you. Yeah, exactly. And even in this time frame where like everybody's hiring. I get that, but at the same time, people want quality people that are going to stay. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you might be able to hire 
whoever, but is that going to be a quality employee? You still can sell yourself, even though there's lots of jobs out there right now. Yeah. But. Yeah. I don't know. I wrote about, uh, in one of my blogs um, earlier on, about the DILF. Mm-hmm. I read that. Sarah has a blog now, people. What's it called? Comfortable Hell. Comfortable Hell. So check it out. Yeah. It's, it's you a, can go to, what is it? Just ComfortableHell.com. Okay. Yeah. And there's a Facebook page too. But um, yeah, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of blogs on there. And I think I kind of started out just telling a lot of my story, uh, mm-hmm. how I got to where I am today and who I am and how I operate. And I feel like now... Uh, I'm kind of giving more solutions. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like I, the I've been writing the last few have been kind of more solution oriented, and I think that's kind of where it's going to be going now. But um, I wrote about the Dilf, who I happened to see the other day. <laughs> uh, why is he called Dilf? What? What is it? Why did you call him that? I don't. My girls do. Why? Milf. Oh, Dilf Milf. Okay, sorry, people. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, tell a story about it then. Yeah. Oh, he's ridiculous. But anyway, I this is the it's the most self sabotage I've probably ever put on myself. But like this, go twenty years ago Mm -hmm. when we. I can't even believe I'm saying twenty years ago. Twenty three years ago is when I actually dated this dude. But um, you know, oh God, we were so close and we had such a good relationship. And but he had just gotten out of a four-year relationship and wasn't interested in anything serious. And he was very honest with me. Mm-hmm. But I didn't have... I was that house of cards. It's like with my my insecurity. You know, you could just... If you blow too hard, I would just collapse. You mm-hmm. know, that's how I felt. And so I wasn't good with him saying... Him saying he wasn't ready for a relationship meant that I wasn't good enough. What are yeah. you talking about? I'm not good enough for what? But also too, it sounds like he was saying I want to take things slower, which that's not what I heard, Jen. Hey, but <laughs> that's not what I heard in my jacked up, you know, funnel. Yeah. You know, like we'll talk about how when you asked him to go to that wedding, and then oh yeah, and he's and he didn't answer right away. What well, do you he mean? Did. Well, he did, but he didn't give you the answer you wanted. Right. He said basically, "Let me get back to you." Yes. Because he wanted to check his schedule. Once again, yeah, that means I'm not good enough. You mm-hmm. should have jumped on the chance to go to this wedding with me. Like, what are you hesitating about? <laughs> yes. And then he finally comes back and invites me to dinner with his parents and says he wants to go to the wedding. And I'm just like, what are you talking about after all this time? And what was it, an hour? No, I'm kidding. Yeah, no, I, no, <laughs> like I mean, no, no the, the six months that we oh, kind of like were saying. dating or what. I thought you meant the time that he'd get back to you about No, the no, no, it was, uh, I don't know, four, six, whatever the amount of time was that we kind of dated, just casually dated. Mm-hmm. And um, and then he decided he wanted more, and I, oh my God, what? what? So <sighs> then once it kind of evolved, you kind of got scared in a sense. I don't. So you sabotaged it, it by acting a little crazy. I it, <laughs> I acted a lot crazy and it was like, like, did I not, I I don't think I was, felt like I was good enough for him. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, because he he was great because he was great. And I'm sure, I'm sure he had his, you know, I, if I look back, I know there was some insecurities and I can't believe it because he was the most beautiful creature on the planet. But, um, but he, you know, there was, 
we all have them, you know, but for the most part, he was very upfront with me, very honest, Mm -hmm. very mature. And I was like this 13 year old, like dealing, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And so he did absolutely everything right by not talking to me anymore. Um, But it was horrible. And uh, I mean, for the record, I don't want any of these guys back that I have talked about on my blog. I'm not interested in anyone from the past. So when I talk about him, it's just more of a like, learning experience. Learning, yeah. and I, you know, and just how how I've sabotaged myself and and made mistakes and mm-hmm. um, learning from it today. You know. Well, before we got on, I was talking to Sarah about a friend of mine that I always tell her she dates boys instead of men, mm. and I feel like maybe in your past, Sarah, you you had dated boys and you weren't used to a man like that guy. Correct. <laughs> and he was well, like, be- boys were easier. Right? Yeah, because they're they like... They threw themselves at you. Yeah. Yeah. And they they weren't honest. They didn't communicate or like, no. I don't know. I feel boys definitely... When I, when I say boys, they could be 30, 40 years old. I'm just saying like not mature enough. Right. And he was. <laughs> he sounded like he was. He but, was very mature. But you weren't used to that. You were like, what is this? No. But you isn't it sad though? Because I remember when I met Alex, I questioned his authenticity. I was like... Are you for real? Mm-hmm. But it's, I do think as women, we meet like a lot of guys that aren't great. So it's like when we do meet one that's great, we, we kind of second guess. I don't like, feel that great. Real? I don't feel yeah. that great. I also dated this guy <coughs> when I was 23. He was 38. Oh, okay. Because I put it out there in the universe. I was like, hey, why don't I go the complete opposite way? You know, and then of course the universe answers and brings me the, I mean and this guy what he was amazing looking too amazing had a great job had a beautiful like house in in Bay Village mm-hmm. um just so normal mm-hmm. so normal and he just I mean I I, I got um I grad or graduate I, I I passed the test for the series seven so I had my broker's license and he knew I studied very hard for that. So he got me a spa day, you know, and he, I forget what else he did. And he invited me to his house and he's like, I just want you to relax. And he put music on and was making dinner. And I was like, oh my God, this like, I, I, I knew I was going to just screw this up. (laughs) I know. And, and I did. And I, so instead I was, you know, running back to this total joker that I was dating who, you know, he, Someone different than this guy. Yeah, who oh, I okay. who I had been kind of dating. I don't even know if it's dating, but who you know I was with ish before. And this and this guy was a he was just total jerky, whatever. Mm-hmm. But of course I was like, ooh, I want him, you know. Mm-hmm. So while I'm sort of dating this wonderful, wonderful man, mm-hmm. I kept thinking of this other bad boy guy, of course. Yeah. And, you know, just running back to him. And um, it just, you know, I I just totally broke it off with this guy, with, mm. with Bay Village guy. And he was he was just amazing. He was amazing. But I wasn't mature enough. Yeah, I think it kind of always goes back to, I think, you're feeling unworthy and not enough. So then you kind of put yourself down before that other person or I don't even know if that other person would, but you're it's you're just scared in a sense, right? I don't know. Scared, yeah. Yeah. And maybe too afraid that, you know, I I would have to be I would have to be mature and open up and 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 um be honest about things and mm-hmm. 
be hard. grown up. Yeah. And no, I wanted to go back and, and, and completely drag my th- myself through the gutter with this other dude. I Which know. is what I did. I know. Why did we do, why did we do those I things? I don't know. I mean, I, I'm understanding now, but this is what my blog is all about. And, you know, this is... This, I mean, I can 100% help other women and men too, but other, you know, other people with, with these sort of situations. Mm-hmm. I can be very constructive and, and motivating and inspiring and help other people. But when it comes to myself, I'm just learning. Yeah. It's so weird. Hmm. It's so weird. But... Um, yeah, I've definitely done that to myself. So I think um, some solutions that we talked about was what I said helped. I mean, your blogging is helping you in general, just kind of mm-hmm. getting things out and figuring things out that way. But um, making a list of things that made me angry really helped me realize what my passions were. Yeah. And so those are some things that maybe can help build up your confidence, which I think leads to you not self-sabotaging yourself so much. So, yeah. well. Um, and we talked about building ourselves. And I think we've talked about building ourselves in a lot of other blogs and, or a lot of other podcasts, I should say. And um, <clears throat> it's, it's hard to have a successful relationship, um, not impossible, but hard, if, if you're not a complete person. person. Or you don't right? believe in yourself or like yourself. Why do you think someone else is going to like you if you don't because like Because you're looking for the validation from that other person. And yeah. I have, up until this moment, I've always done that. And you're never going to get it. Mm-hmm. It's just never going to happen. And so when we say build up, it means, you know, put yourself first for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Which is hard for people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Make things happen for yourself. Be, find your passion. You know, like one of the things I'd always, when I'd work with my clients, I would always say, you know, when you were little, what made you lose time? Did mm-hmm. we talk about that? No, but that's a, that's like a precious thing to think It's about. very <laughs> precious. And, be, and, but it really starts to open your mind. You might, you know, I'm not saying like, oh, you know, when you were little, you used to go roller skating down the street and you would just have so much fun. I'm not saying go roller skate down the street. Yeah, as an adult, mm-hmm. God forbid, because, you know, right now, <laughs> Break like, our bones. oh my God, yeah. <laughs> but, um, but what I'm saying is that like, just the, just taking some time and, and thinking back of, of those times when you were little, when there was no time and space, it was mm-hmm. just like you just lost hours mm-hmm. because you were so engulfed in what you were thinking. doing and what was that mm-hmm. and it'll get you thinking about things now because I can tell you you know there there have been times where I have lost time you know like laughing with a friend or you know spending some time with your kid and just laughing and you know or you know even blogging there have been times where I'll throw on like some Dido or you know Enya or something and I just write and it just flows and I know that's like that those are the best blogs you know when it just starts coming out and you know so all that stuff is is starting to help build who I am and and also um one super huge thing that we always forget about is uh, getting out of outside of yourself and and helping other people. Mm-hmm. You know, like even volunteering or or something, doing something for other people that mm-hmm. starts to really get you out of your head and starts build building who you are internally. Yeah, for sure. That was something Sarah also told me when I first met her and thought she was crazy, but she was right with the whole helping other people thing. Yeah, it does help. Yeah. But as long as you're as long as you're doing it because you know you you want growth, it's not like you want something in return. No, exactly. You yeah. shouldn't 
that yeah that's just not good intentions mm-hmm. well hopefully you gathered something from today our focus was self-sabotage and hopefully some of the things that we gave you to do might help you as well it's helped sarah and i so or at least just know that you're not alone we all do it and we, it's yeah. time to it's time to grow up or got we got to stop doing this yeah we do it's not healthy nope so right, next time we'll maybe talk a little bit more about Sarah's blog or I don't know. We'll see where it goes. <laughs> just like always. All right, guys. Thank you. Bye. Bye.